And now it's time to go to therapy. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Obi-Wan! Raider! What happens when the force of Star Wars Episode One meets the irresistible taste of Lay's potato chips? Test your power to resist in the latest Star Wars Can You Resist game. Hello and welcome back to Star Wars Therapy, the podcast where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. life. I'm Caleb. I'm Steven. And I'm Alex. And we're all here reconvening after some very strange and fluid times in, in mine and everyone else's life, but I'm, I'm officially moved in. Woo! I officially have time to hang out with my friends and talk about star wars and all these nerdy things and I, like life yeah and, yeah and life and life. um i appreciated the episode on the high republic i also uh just want to call you guys out real quick um you know it wasn't officially called boys night but i felt like it was one and i didn't even get to hear you guys do the chant here's the oh, thing yeah, we forgot to do the steven chant, it was men's night Oh. oh, shoot! It was boys two men's. Things <laughs> got sensual. Let me tell you, it was a fun episode. I'm glad that I'm glad that we got to do that. But I am even gladder that you are back in the. It's not a studio. I should not call my living room a studio, studio in any means. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here in my in my in my living room that looks into my bedroom that looks into my kitchen. That is what I said to everyone when I gave my housewarming. I'm gonna give you the tour now. It will be very short. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did really enjoy hearing you guys talk about the High Republic because it's it's kind of something that like I have been tangentially interested in but hearing you guys actually talk about it and talk about some of the specifics in it and the things that we're gonna hopefully be getting out of it i mean like the acolyte is the only star wars thing that like when it was announced like every everything i come to with like a general amount of a like excitement you know oh ahsoka's getting a show cool oh this oh that but when i heard what the acolyte was going to be about that was the show where i was like okay this could be like my favorite star wars thing that's come out in like a long time so with all the rumors right now about like this writer got fired is the show canceled what happened and it's just like nothing is clear i'm just like if this one gets canceled i'm gonna be ticked i mean star wars just posted a tiktok with the cast of the okay acolyte. then we're fine oh, now, they? Oh, obviously obviously that was filmed before the strike started but you know, they they're, they're still promoting it. So, like, I hate I hate Star Wars on the Internet. It's the worst. Mm -hmm. All these people just trying to manifest it into existence. Well, it's also like I just think like nerd discourse, because all the things you see that it's like from source discussing films. So and so has been cast as Reed Richards. So and so has not been cast as Reed Richards. They declined the part. And it's like, OK, is this even news? It's, At this point, it's, it's almost like there's an entire industry that's based around uh, giving you false information so that you click and read their ads. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, huh, we didn't have that. <laughs> Thank you. Insert website name here. And how many of these influencers who are promoting these are also the ones scabbing right now? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that Venn diagram's a circle. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Also, uh, you did also mention that SAG-AFTRA might be going on strike, and you were right. Yeah. So uh, all of Hollywood is completely stopped at the moment. Which Let's is, go. Which is another reason why I'm really glad that I like anime, because all of my entertainment will come from Japan and will not be affected by this. <laughs> yeah. I'll just play more video games, and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not like there's, you know, I have a 900 film 
uh, watch list to get through. <laughs> I think I think and they're all 20... episodes of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dude, true. I, if I wanted <laughs> if I wanted to torture myself, I could watch One Piece while the strike goes on. Because here's the thing. I don't care how long the strike goes on. It needs to go on long enough for the actors and the writers to get their money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it could go on for four years, and I would still wouldn't finish One Piece. Welcome no, back to One Piece therapy. The writers are on strike. The actors are on strike. We, however, are not. You guys have not unionized against me, so not yet. Um, nope. But we aren't it's going. Coming. We aren't going to be promoting anything uh, because we don't get asked to promote things um. <laughs> and also because the the big budget hollywood film that i have been a part of for the last seven years will remain nameless and under it's not real no but just to be sure we're clear that we're not in any way scabbing we're not going to be talking about anything new star wars this episode we're going to be talking about old star wars stuff yes in particular we're going to be talking about the things that traumatized me um when i was a child we're also going to talk about the things that traumatized us now i wanted to do an episode based on absolutely cursed and weird Star Wars merchandise. One of which you all are very aware of, which is Grogu Phoenix, otherwise yes. known as the Baby Yoda and Joaquin Phoenix Joker mix that I got Caleb for Christmas. And, I'm, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, to be fair, uh, I don't think that's official. <laughs> no, but... it's not official. And some of the merch in this is not official, but it's merch that is sold that can be bought. And I will mention uh, the gift that I got Alex this past Christmas mm. in a later segment. Uh, but I've, I've assembled a bunch of pictures of different terrible Star Wars merch that I could find on every corner of the internet and we're just going to make our way through it and we're going to talk about and react to it and do our best to describe these monstrosities to you people. Yeah, and if you too want to uh, join in the fun, we'll have a visual companion down in the description. I'm not quite sure how we're going to do that yet. We'll make it work. I've got a week to figure it out. Yeah, we'll make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get started, what was y'all's favorite piece of Star Wars merch as a kid? Ooh. Okay, so... I don't know about favorite, but I have one off the top of my head, and it's a really like fun memory for me now. For Christmas, my parents always liked to, for a while, they stopped in the last few years, but they always gave me something Star Wars. And about, it was like definitely later in life, like when they should have known better. <laughs> but they, uh, it was like five years ago, I think, they gave me a Darth Vader shower head, which I would absolutely <laughs> never put in a shower that I own. <laughs> so, but it's hilarious. What? Go ahead. I is, know what you're talking is about. Is this in the slideshow? Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> Actually, it might be. I'm not sure. I think I had considered putting it in there, but it's the one of just his face, right? Yeah, it's, so whenever... it's just his face and when you turn on the water, the water comes out of both eyes. Yeah, he's like so it doesn't... why? <laughs> so it doesn't even like fall in like a overhead consistent pattern. It's no, just yeah. coming out of both of his eyes it literally <laughs> looks like he is inconsolable like I, he is, there is no calming down this vader because like and the thing is too in tandem with that they released an r2 one but also oh no. the r2 <laughs> one it just straight up like i it just looks like he's pissing like like he, it, it's, <laughs> is it it's coming out of his front? it is far enough down and is it on, coming out the little d-pad he has yes, on the bottom of his it is <laughs> way too far down to be his quote-unquote chest and it is yeah. way too it is too high to be anything not considered a leg so it looks like he is just straight up peeing on you 
That's hilarious. So, Alex, what was the what was the inevitable fate of the uh, So, I held on to this for years because it's just such a wacky thing to give someone. And I planned on eventually giving it away at like a white elephant thing, but I don't like white elephants, so I haven't done it. So, the the tragic fate of it is like a year ago, I think my brother threw it away because he found it in a box somewhere and he was like, that's stupid. We don't use that. We should get <laughs> rid of it. <laughs> Which is a very like valid natural reaction to having a it's, darth vader shower it's head. what a normal person would do if they saw that they go that's dumb and then they move on yeah <laughs> it's what i did when i opened the box on christmas I, well, I didn't actually say that and mom if you're listening to this i'm sorry but you also know how much i don't like that thing <laughs> in particular from my childhood i mean honestly i it sounds really generic, but the two things I can think of that I really, really loved when I was a kid was A, we grew up in a wonderful time period where there were lightsabers for literally every Jedi that showed up in every prequel movie. Yeah. And so like my Darth Maul uh, double-bladed lightsaber, I had when I was a kid and I tried i was like oh it's a double blade so it must be two inside one and i don't know why me as a dumb five-year-old tried to break it over my knee and (laughs) it did not form two individual equally sized (laughs) lightsabers like i thought it would uh and that thing was covered with an inch of duct tape for like a long time but i still used it every single time we like played i was always like oh do you have a double blade lightsaber because i'm cool do you still have it uh, no. Or like to your parent? Okay. No, I think I gave it to like some kid who lived down the street or something. But uh, other than that, man, I, my favorite Star Wars Lego growing up was the Anakin from Episode Three in his Jedi Starfighter, like the yellow Ooh, one. Ooh, I had that, that too. Yeah, that was great. That was my favorite because it was just like I loved that opening Trent Drun scene, like of just them trying to get to Grievous's ship, and like mm-hmm. that. I always tried to reenact that when I was a kid. That was my favorite. What about you, Caleb? Well. So I may or may not have just bought the childhood lightsaber that I, one of the childhood lightsabers that I had on eBay. Did you just do that? Like just now? Just now? Like what? as we were talking? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, cause I made, saw that eye glance to the side. <laughs> it made me think, because you were talking about it, and it made me think, because I had two lightsabers. I had Darth Vader's, and mm-hmm. I had Yoda's, but my mind was like, for some reason, I thought it was Qui-Gon's blade, but Yoda on the box. So I wanted to go and check. And no, it was Yoda's. It's just bigger than Yoda's. Oh, okay. Blade. I know. What you're oh, about. All, right. Um, all right. I think I know the series you're talking about, too, because like they had like it was like the Jedi's face and then the lightsaber wouldn't go down all the way. Yes. Like yeah, that it would one like spot that... stuck out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what you're talking yeah. about because it, it was like the bigger, fancier ones that had like the batteries and everything. Which was my Darth Vader one. So yeah. it was like a big conflict as a kid, which one I played with more because like I liked Yoda's more, obviously. Much, much like Darth Vader's was nicer. <laughs> much like the conflict in Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> No, I, you saying that reminded me, though, I did have one of those ones that, like, you hold down the button and you flip it and, like, the blade comes out and everything. Yeah. And it, mine, I had uh, Obi-Wan's hilt from The Phantom Menace, but it had a green blade on it. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know why, but I remember I had one. And then I had a blue one of, like, the exact same thing. Huh. <laughs> so I had, like, the actual one and then, for some reason, one that had green. Someone screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh. But- Watch that be a defect that's worth, like, $500 now. <laughs> But my favorite, like, obviously the Legos are my favorite, but that's a whole rabbit hole we don't have time to get into. Of course. The one that I never owned, but I loved, and Alex, you may have had some of these. I know several friends who had them. They were Transformers, but they were Jedi. Yeah, Yeah. dude, they had a bunch of those, and the one for the Millennium Falcon was Han and Chewie. 
but they oh, formed two cool. different parts of the ship oh, and then you just like dope. stuck it together to make the Millennium Falcon. It was oh, okay. awesome. That is dope. Yeah. I remember the Obi-Wan and Anakin ones really well. Uh, I, I remember those. I don't remember those, but I had uh I had the Grievous that turned into his little thing that oh, he fought. Oh, the wheelie Obi- thing? Yeah, the wheelie. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So the last thing before we get into our Curse of the Merch tour, um, I did want to give a shout out. My favorite Beatles album. <laughs> the Curse <laughs> of the Merch tour. Um, no, but uh, I wanted to give a shout out, speaking of Star Wars merchandise, to my good friend James, who I work with. Um, he is really into 3D printing, and he he's doing like this laser printer that does like designs and etches on like tiles and he straight up found art of the max rebo band and etched it onto this tile for me and i'll have to send you guys a picture of it but it is like the trippiest most 70s poster of them and it is perfect it's at my desk at work and it's i literally said to him i was like i think this might be the greatest star wars merch i've ever gotten that reminds me I am now the owner of a 3D printer. Um, Are you? Yes. Cool. I, I got it like I got it Saturday, so it's pretty new. And I've been trying to figure out what to print. And I was talking to Alex about this. I think lightsaber hilts are going to be something. Absolutely. That'd be, um, that'd be easy. Probably won't be anything as fancy as James's, but uh, that's really cool. Yeah, dude. I got to send you guys a picture. It is really awesome. He does like all kind of stuff like that. He's really into like cosplay. So like he'll do like Ash from Evil Dead. And he's like, yeah, I 3D printed the chainsaw arm. And you're just like, you did what? So does, he like, have, does, does he have a business with it or anything? No, it's just something he does. Oh, okay. Hey, well, James, if you do ever turn it into the business, which don't monetize your hobby. But if you do, we'll give you a shout out. All right. So shall we get into some of this absolutely cursed merchandise, my yes, friends? Absolutely. So we mentioned Legos earlier. And I wanted to ask, there was a very short film that came out on Cartoon Network. It was like five or six minutes long called Revenge of the Brick. Yeah. Do you guys oh, remember yes. this? Yeah, I, I remember this. Okay. But do you guys remember uh, this aspect of it? How everyone in there looked absolutely Oh, awful? that's terrifying. Um, everyone in this looks like chucky what are your guys's immediate reactions anything anything stick out to you about uh, these they just look melted well they look like you put legos in a microwave and just yeah they're trying to they're trying to add dimension to the faces which doesn't work legos have flat faces yeah it's like they gave legos flesh i I love giving me flesh (laughs) what of a bargain you promised me flesh. I also really love Yoda in the bottom right corner here. He just kind of looks like John Lithgow. <laughs> he does. Like, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He just kind of looks like John Lithgow. Is, and he, like, is he normal sized? I I think so. His, his legs look proportionate. To yeah, le- yeah which is not how the Lego are. is. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how Mace Windu is A, wearing a robe that he does not wear in the movies. Uh, uh, B, his face looks like Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Like You're right, yeah. Like why he's got did... them cheekbones, dude. The best description for those of you who are not looking along is: imagine a Lego head, and then like someone started to like carve into it, and then they left it out in the sun. But there was also a magnifying glass over where they were working, and so it melts them down. Imagine that you had a friend in high in in like middle school who was like I'm into making custom figures and by making custom figures they took lego figures and put crayola model magic all over them to try to make it look like it was a person there you go 
Yeah, but this was like five minutes long on Cartoon Network, and I remember very specifically being like, oh, man, this is really cool. I hope I could see it again. And then like I saw it again later in life, and I was just like, I I remember it being that being like that. I will say they learned their lesson because when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, they had an Indiana Jones short film what? On, on the Lego website. And yeah, they did not do this with it. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> when it's so weird too, because they're like, they're knee deep in making the Lego games. Yeah. 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 And no, they definitely had reference for did. something better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Also is Grievous working the cantina. <laughs> yep. At the very end, are, because they, they are times that hard, buddy. Well, they end the short film like without it leading into Revenge of the Sith, and it's just like, oh, they're just buddies. They had a disagreement. <laughs> like it's it's just stupid. But yeah, so uh, so I just wanted to include that because that was it. Just genuinely confounds me that it was even made. Honestly, but let's go ahead and move on. Our next segment. I've got a few. Uh, what in the Hell. So I, oh, I, I wanted to do Star Wars action figures. So we've got a couple uh, of choices. Uh, Alex, what sticks out to you first? Um, I think Han Solo transforming into a bed frame. Is it the Hellraiser Han Solo? <laughs> I, I, I guess so. I, it's only Han Solo on the screen right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know why that's a thing, but apparently it's a thing. What is that supposed to be? Like what? What? I, like I get the the top half of the image is an action figure. What? Is, what is he turning into? Well, they debated when they were making Return of the Jedi that when he comes out of the carbonite, he just looks like that. Just drops on all yeah, fours. And he's and just like, oh, God, <laughs> I it don't is, know what happened. Oh, my God. It is the like dark mirror to the Transformers that we were raving about. This one is just fully they split him in half. They split my boy in half. It looks like someone was making the uh, uh, like the action figure and was like, oh man, I really love this. I also really like John Carpenter's The Thing. And just like decided to turn it into this weird alien monster. I really hate it because that I'm going to see that in my nightmares at my like the foot of my bed tonight. <laughs> I do remember these other ones you have though. Are you talking are... about the ones in the middle? The yeah, bigger ones? Yeah, because I, I had these. <laughs> They were yeah. like force. It the was like a certain series. It was like force warriors or something like that. And I just don't understand why they were like, you know what needs to be really big? The hips and their hands. Yeah, they yeah. got them burned for, the hips, boy. For yeah. context for the listener, they are action figures. They get bigger the lower they go. So their hands are bigger than their shoulders. Their feet are bigger than like their waist. They are what Rob Liefeld would do if he designed <laughs> action figures. <laughs> <laughs> only these people can draw feet <laughs> anyway it was really weird because like star wars at the time had like all of these kind of artistic interpretations of it you know you had like the 2d clone wars series and then the action figures kind of took suit too but like i don't know a single kid that had these and was like this is the obi-wan that i'm going to use for like playtime yeah I'm gonna you be know real. i've never seen this a day before in my life so moving on from from those two let's move over to the left we have keanu reeves playing obi-wan kenobi <laughs> he um, does look like Keanu. Oh and, my god. And we have Joe Biden playing Anakin. No, no, no. That is John Cena. I've been waiting a few minutes to say this. Is it look John Cena face. or is it Roddy Roddy Piper? That I don't <laughs> know who that is. I'm gonna go with uh the <laughs> more known person. God. That looks that looks exactly like that, John Cena to me. That is the face that the Tuscan Raiders saw before their entire <laughs> entire family lineage was torn apart. Anakin a- just waves his hand in front of his face. Yeah, <laughs> not just the men. You can't the see women. Yeah, it's just kind of like 
for me, I think the biggest flaw with the action figures from like this time period was that you never got photo realism. Even the ones that I have that are like, oh, these are the good ones of like Anakin. His hair is either like mullet bro or like I've put it to the side as my little dainty haircut. I need to I need a tiara to put on to keep it all in check. Like it's never good so we're gonna move on from the action figures because these were these were the most cursed action figures that i could find i mean these are pretty bad yeah (laughs) but anyway moving on to our next section so we have plushies oh god so these are all oh no ahsoka yeah uh, i was oh no it blends in with her skin she just looks naked she really does no so i want to point out first um (laughs) the obi-wan on the left what does that look like to you guys he looks like he's about to sneeze Caleb, does that look like anyone it in particular? Like, uh, any one? Yeah. No, I was thinking like an Easter Island statue. Okay, because <laughs> not one, but two people, my good friend James at work and Sarah, when I was putting this together, because yes, I was putting some of this together at work and I had several people look over at my desk go, what are you looking at? And I was like, <laughs> I'm on lunch. I'll do what I want. But every, like James and Sarah both looked at that Obi-Wan and said, looks like if Nicolas Cage was playing Obi-Wan. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're not see <laughs> I can see it now. Yeah. It's the small eyes. Yeah, it's the, oh, hey, everyone. Hello there. Very insightful, Sharon. Very, very insightful. Uh, Which would you guys say is the worst of these? Because we have Obi-Wan, we have Anakin, who is going, what have I done? I only think there are two, like, truly awful ones here. Because, like, plushes plushes are all about, like, distorting features and all this stuff. It's for, like, these are probably targeted towards little kids. But those... Those two Ahsoka ones are it, crimes against nature. Yeah, yeah. It's, I was going to say, my pick is the bottom middle Ahsoka because that is genuinely terrifying. It's just like, how deformed can you make someone's nose look? I really like the one on the right, though. Yeah, the I one on the right is kind of actually cool. I don't know why I included that one. I'm sorry. It's actually no, kind of no, nice. No, no, no. I'm glad you did. It's kind of cool. It gives us context for what we could have. <laughs> I love Finn's sneakers that he has now. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, his so, converse that he's wearing. <laughs> just for reference of what uh what his plush looks like, it's his head on top of a squished body with squished hands, and instead of legs, it's just his feet, and they are just the whitest sneakers that completely contrast <laughs> to the rest of his outfit. <laughs> I just want to point it out. He looks like he's wearing Jordans. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I just want to point it out, though, that most of these that are up for resale are labeled with the word deformed. <laughs> and if you search deformed Star Wars plushies, you will see these. Like, what do we think of Nugget Palpatine? Oh, you I, know, like I was that. trying That's to figure cute. out what that was. I like the Palpatine ones. He's I a palpy pulp. I think the best one is the Darth Maul because it's mainly just head. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow they get all the detail in there. That's the other thing. These Ahsoka ones have so much detail on the face. I was going to blame it on how much detail the character has. But then you see the mall one, which has more detail. And they get it right. <laughs> right. It's just it's a matter of just having difference in colors. Because like Alex pointed out, that one in the middle, like with Ahsoka, they got the skin tone and her little strap like way too close. And yeah. it just looks like she is like, <laughs> I'm a Jedi Knight. A natural born Jedi Knight. <laughs> like, but moving on from plushies. So now we have costumes. Oh. I chose... Well, no, so no. There's there's one in particular that I'm sure will jump out. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, not all of these are costumes. I don't know. They all jump out to me in different ways. <laughs> okay. 
One's um, a disguise kit. One of them, they skinned Samuel L. Jackson alive. I was about to say, are we talking about a uh, nightmare fuel Chewbacca, Angry Birds costumes, or uh, let let's just call it what it is? It's Sam Jackson blackface. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> you can't get away with so that. So moving from <laughs> that from, is a person's face. Let's do right to left because I feel like that will be a little bit more conducive to our purposes. So <laughs> Caleb, Caleb had to scoot forward. Just, I just I look. I really hope one of the microphones picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> the chair rolling. So we have a Mace, a Mace Windu costume, you know, it comes with his robe and it comes with his lightsaber and his belt, his face. Ca- yeah, Caleb, his face. I'm very sure that's a white kid in the, uh, in the, uh, in the picture yeah. for the display. Look, yeah. okay. no, this we is can't off... really tell, but it probably is. Yeah, we got to zoom in on that hand well, a little first bit. Off, first <laughs> off, if you're not a white kid and you want to dress up as Mace, you wouldn't need a mask. Maybe a bald cap. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, yeah. Mask. Fine. Yeah. So this is aimed towards a. This is aimed towards the same demographic as the Maui bodysuit from a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and just so you all are aware, I'm sure you've picked on upon it by now. The mask is just like the worst possible version of Samuel L. Jackson's face. Because like I remember, I have you one say that, that I think it's actually a really good mask though. <laughs> well, to it's be... actually like the the proportions on it and like the way that his like cheeks are carved. Like it actually looks like him. It's not bad. I'll it's give just, them credit. It's there. just the fact that it it doesn't have eyes that's just making it a well. Yeah. well you yeah, know what else gotta... is weird? And I just looked this up for reference. That is way too light skinned to be Sam Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Like it if, gets it wrong, it goes through all that. Effort. Not, they're doing, they're doing. Uh, there's black a lot they get wrong here. I don't and know colorism. <laughs> I, yeah, it's so funny because I had a, uh, I, I did Wolverine one year when I was a kid, and like you know, it was the Brian Singer X Men Wolverine, and it was like the you know the leather suit, and then I had the claws, and it was like, and here's Hugh Jackman's face as Wolverine, and I had it on, and I just remember halfway through being like, this sucks, and I just like put a hair gel on my hair, and I was done. So moving on from a uh, terrible terrible yeah um <laughs> to the lando calrissian disguise kit i was, now, I was literally about to ask okay so it is just it's a just a mustache that- but it has <laughs> billy d williams wonderful face behind it so it tricks the children that's funny i mean it that's would give funny. me to buy it easier than a normal false mustache would i think they knew what they were doing this is a hilarious gag gift to give someone a yeah. disguise yeah, kit. yeah if great. i ever find one of these i'm absolutely getting it for you guys <laughs> so i did find the luke tauntaun one i just found it funny because the it's not necessarily the luke part the luke part's fine is it that the it's tauntaun the tauntaun face eyes. yeah it's the, <laughs> the chewy one here is because it's the skin tight suit it's a morph suit yeah but with Chewy, like, because Chewy is a big guy. Yeah. yeah. This is the skinniest, scrawniest model they could find to wear this weird. It's, yeah, dude, you need a thick boy advertising this. I don't know why you were just like, oh, yeah, this guy just got off from uh, advertising for Abercrombie and Fitch. He can fit in the suit. In the face. If I went to Comic Con and I saw someone wearing this, I think I would get like unnecessarily violent. <laughs> I think I would just like get some like weird rage infused trance. And I'd just be like, I need to just punch the 
heck out of that guy. <laughs> you, I, you look over. I'm not it. saying I would do it. I'm saying <laughs> I think I would get that feeling. Listen, <laughs> you look over at me and you go, we have to leave. We have to now. Do it. I don't. I don't support vigilante violence, but you might be stopping something before it starts, Alex, because I don't think uh, <laughs> someone in their right no mind No one who buys this. this is on God's the, side. The, the mouth <laughs> is the shape of the Sonic logo. Oh my God, it is that! <laughs> or Budweiser. Oh. <laughs> it depends. By the way, did I ever, this is kind of off tangent, but I did want to just very briefly mention a story about my dad, um, who I love very much, but for some reason my dad has never been able to stand the song Come On Eileen. Really? I don't know why. That's a banger. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's not It's not a bad song whatsoever. Has he listened to the ska version? Uh, no, because I think that would literally make his head implode. We were in a McDonald's when I was like a kid, and we were getting we were getting food, and my dad was like, okay, we'll get your mom's food like, you know, at the end so we can just bring it home. And so we were there, and we were I was halfway through my hamburger, and then straight up, that song came up, and like the the string started the and then he looked at me and my brother. I was like ten at the time. My brother was like seven. He looked at me with all the seriousness in the world. He put his hands down on the table and went, "We have to go now." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he said, "We have to go now." And do you want to just... spend the next three minutes in hell? <laughs> <laughs> do I? But then, and we didn't even get my mom's food. Like he just straight up was just like, "We have to go now." <laughs> like he, it was the most panic I've ever seen from my father. That is hilarious. Like, that this is giving off the same energy as when I fully like got up and threatened to leave, hanging out with Joe and Alex because they're about to put on an episode of Titans. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Didn't we do it anyway?" <laughs> no, I. <laughs> oh, okay. I disagree with this on a moral level. No, because <laughs> many times, many times that summer. Y'all would put on, and I would say, Can we please not do this? And eventually I snapped. <laughs> Which reminds me, I'm going to say this through the podcast. Hey, Joe, Titans Night sometime? I love We're not finished yet. It's been years. Titans is such a bad show. Yeah, it's awful. Um, yeah. Anyway, Angry Birds. Anyway. Yeah, Angry Birds Star Wars was a thing for a long time, for like a weird amount of time. It, it was, was like, good. It was a good game. I never played it. All I know it was Angry Birds. Oh, but it was but, Star Wars. Yeah, it was Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It was a good game. Much better than Fruit Ninja Star Trek. <laughs> Didn't exist. <laughs> Do you know how much there, I would love that? It makes was, no shot. sense whatsoever. There was <laughs> Ghostbusters uh, Jetpack Joyride, though. See, that makes more sense. And <laughs> that's it, I, fun. We're not getting into that. But the point being is that I don't know. a So in case you guys are wondering, the Angry Birds costumes for children were just the Angry Bird with holes for your appendages. Yeah, it's like a big like chest torso piece. Yeah, yeah. And then you you like try to stick your hands, and then you try to navigate the party. In all fairness, how else do you make a ball shaped thing into a humanoid? You don't. That's costume? the whole point. Just go as Darth <laughs> Vader. Like it's the fact this guy in the middle is just like, <laughs> what am I? Doing? Hey, hey, you know that guy is a fun dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the bit the worst one is the Leia one because there's no room for her arms. Her hands just she, stick out of the buns. <laughs> That's true. She she's, has to like reach around the, the, the ears. She's doing a, a permanent curtsy the whole time, just like <laughs> yeah. So uh, bad Star Wars costumes. I really just uh, this this slide could have just been the Samuel L. Jackson mask, and I would have been happy. Honestly, that would have been a great solo slide. <laughs> you just transition and you're like, hey, and check out this. So I can't remember what's next what fresh hell awaits us and eh, just throw it on all right let's make it happen
We got high heels, <laughs> oh. also known as walking around in these Louis Vuitton. All of these I, are fire. <laughs> so these are. Wait, did those light up with the lightsabers yes. in them? <laughs> so I included these. These are cursed. I will just go ahead and say these are absolutely cursed. But they're apparently made by one guy who charges three hundred dollars per pair. Oh God. But which are our favorites? Well, yeah. So these are these are high heels with like pretty good workmanship on the actual shoe, and then the heel is something from Star Wars: Yoda, a lightsaber. My favorite, which is the BB-8. I was I about knew. to say. I was gonna say. Hold on. The the BB-8s are legitimately good. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure the BB-8s would be Caleb's favorite. I don't know why, but I really like the lightsaber ones. Although I will say the, <laughs> the the like weird like alligator snake skin yeah. on the top is it's the perfect level of trash. And I love it. If the I, fact that it clashes so much with like the imperial white and black that's underneath it. <laughs> what does it remind me of? It reminds me of a uh, Harley Quinn's weird Adidas high heels from Suicide Squad. I've never worn high heels uh, before. And I, it's not it's not an experience I necessarily want to have. But <laughs> if someone bought me either the R2-D2 one or the BB-8 one, I'd wear it out. I would be compelled to wear it to one party <laughs> that that person invited me to. So I go, look, your present. Your look, $300 present. Look, I'm putting it to use. Could have gotten me an Xbox, but whatever. Uh, it's fine. What do you want? An Xbox One S or a Series S? Or uh, the BB-8 high heels. It's that it's that joke in SpongeBob where it's like, which would you rather have, SpongeBob or all the money in me pocket? How much money you got? Sixty-two cents. I'll take the money. <laughs> oh, that's the Flying Dutchman yeah. episode, isn't it? He sells. Yeah. He sells SpongeBob's soul. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention the Star Wars high heels because I figured it was a quick oh, little cursed great. insert. If you guys notice on the on the inside of some of them, like at the bottom of the shoe, it's actually like a Star Wars scene. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of great detail. Yeah, it's just really weird. So now, oh my! Now God. we've reached right. a certain part of the night. So I, uh, this is, uh, this is, I would say, our utilities category um, of the of the evening. <laughs> this is what I'm paying extra for every month. Yeah, you're Dang. paying for the C3PO tape dispenser joke. with wide birthing hips as we've always described him the tape does come out of his crotch he is straddling yeah. the tape and he looks upset about it <laughs> his eyes are fully open he is upset he was caught yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my i too it's not what you think <laughs> this is called an oil change so Moving down, uh, wh- how do we feel about the Revenge of the Sith um, toilet paper? How do we feel about that's, that? That's not that offensive. I I've mean, seen a lot of things like this. I specifically saw a picture earlier today of uh, oranges that were no different from oranges. Oh, but they were. But like, they had BB-8 on the packaging. Yeah, and I was I like, "Yep, those. that's the dumbest thing." Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to know. I want to see the sales data on. Does this actually help? In either direction. Yeah, is, is some... there anyone who is not going to see Revenge of the Sith, but then they run by Walmart to pick up some toilet paper, and they're like, oh yeah, that movie's out. Oh yeah, Star Wars. That little franchise I forgot about. Yeah, and I also just love that you can tell it's very foreign by everything going on on the packaging, because the toilet paper brand is Zewa. 
and it's <laughs> mole, and below it, it Wait, says what does that say? <laughs> mole, and it says molig dick. Yeah, you can totally tell that it is not of the United States. I know that, uh, like, I'm sure whatever language this is in, dick just means something, but yeah. it, it is just, it's not spelled any different. It's, it's like, just whatever a moling dick is, <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to get from Ziwa. <laughs> it's like how, uh, you know, they end the movie Flying Door, Flying Dory. The find- <laughs> that's a very different movie. Uh, they end the movie Finding Dory with the word Finn, because oh it means end and it's also a fish bun it's a fish bun but in the uh, Swedish version uh, it uh, just the word slut comes across screen (laughs) oh I know what you're talking about it's just slut (laughs) (laughs) so perfect for those of you uh, not in the know Ziwa is a Hungarian brand of toilet paper which you totally didn't just look up I knew I knew that off the you knew that you knew that from the get go you were just like I'm gonna let these idiots go on for a minute if by Uh, the dome you mean the google search bar (laughs) So I wanted to get into this. So we have two perfumes on this slide. The one on the very right is Lando Calrissian. Oh, that's what that that's is. That's Lando Calrissian. Oh, it has a scent. cape. That's... Yeah. And then <laughs> I was on trying the... to figure out what was going on in that image. And then on the left we have, and this is legit Star Wars merchandise. Slave Leia perfume, specifically Slave Leia. I don't know why on the branding they had to be like Slave Leia instead of just Leia. I'm gonna make a call. Okay. okay. And there's no way y'all can check me on this. There's no way anyone can check me on this. But I'm gonna believe it no matter what. <laughs> I feel threatened. <laughs> the only people your phone to make a call. The only people who have ever bought that are single dudes who are just fantasizing about the day when they'll have a girlfriend. No. <laughs> yeah, you think that they they take off the chain that's like attached to it. It's just the whole slave Leia thing. It's not romantic. You know what I think of when I think of slave Leia? trafficking job of the hut yeah oh, that too <laughs> oh yeah my, my buddy james at work who i'll mention again mentioned he was like do you think it smells like jabba's like hot breath and he just ate a frog like not but 30 minutes ago so it's like it's like freshly decaying just bleh, breath but uh in case you guys were wondering i did find the back of the slave Ooh, Leia perfume please, box please read me the copy caleb if i could get I I'm, know I'm asking you to edit something, but if I could get just very light, sensual music underneath this, I would appreciate it. Slave Leia perfume for women. Chains cannot restrain your smoldering sensuality, even when the most despicable scum in the galaxy surround you. Whether you're on a daring rescue mission or are being held captive by a nefarious slug slash gangster, your regal bearing lets the world know that despite appearances, you're no one's servant. Fearless and inventive, Slave Leia perfume includes floral top notes of white peach, lily, bergamot, heliotrope, and raspberry that dry down to a warm, sultry mix of cashmere woods, musk, and night-blooming jasmine. Slave Leia perfume, more powerful than a thermal detonator, yet more comfortable than a metal bikini. I love how it it says, like, I forget what the exact wording was, but something like, you don't belong to anyone. And then the very next line is, anyway, the Slave Leia perfume consists of... Back to your servitude. (laughs) I hate men. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, a job with a hot beanbag chain. Yeah, so this was rejected. Oh, that's lame. I would totally oh, have yeah, that. Dude, that's you know saying. that was actually pitched to them. It's yeah. just also the fact that Jabba is like in this top one. So there's there's Jabba with no guy in it. And then there's Jabba with guy in chair. And Jabba without guy. I like how his hands are just like, well, be 
shame if a nice young gentleman didn't. And then in the next frame, he's like, yeah, <laughs> 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 he's here. I would totally Hon- buy that. Yeah, honestly, like this is this is the thing so far that we've seen that I'm like, yeah, I could totally get behind this because, like, look, because they had the guy for reference, and so I mean, that's a pretty big beanbag. Chair. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, like it's at all. probably gonna be good. It's funny. I actually have a Snorlax beanbag chair. I got oh. I got Sarah like for one of our anniversaries very early on, that. and we've had to lug it to every single place we've been to. So like, there's always a trip where it's like, all right, we got the boxes. we gotta get Snorlax. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta get Snorlax in there, and then it's just like heaving him into the car. The two other things on here I wanted to mention. So the other piece of kind of cool merch is the Tauntaun sleeping bag. Yeah, and that's the, clever. The inside of it is it's like intestines if you oh. notice the, the pattern is like oh, it's that's intestines. Funny. like i actually think that's cool yeah that's like, great it's weird and it's also like have the skin corpse of a dead animal for you to hang out in because <laughs> the one i, I did fu- man i've brought it up before but like there is a wampa rug that's like a bearskin rug that's a wampa and i want it for my office so badly like once i have disposable income that's happening i got a grape soda on ice and a wampa skin <laughs> rug wampa skin rug <laughs> <laughs> And then the last thing we have here in the bottom right is a Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, the video game, Air Sickness Bag. No. So this is a bag. I was trying to figure out what that was, and I saw the little rated T for teen thing in the corner, and I'm like, oh, that's the video game logo. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. So this was (laughs) on Virgin Airlines. It would be on Virgin. Exactly, right? Like, of all the companies. Got him. Absolutely. (laughs) Got (laughs) him. Virgin. <laughs> Star Wars nerd. Well, it's just also the fact that it's not even Hasn't Star had sex. <laughs> Is a 747. Throwing up in a bag. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so it's the throw up bag. But what I find so amazing about this is that it's not just episode three. It's the video, it's the game, video game based <laughs> off of episode three that they were like. Great game. By and the then way. and then like the. Uh, yeah, it has that weird alternate ending where you can just kill Obi-Wan. Yeah, and it's somewhere. got a killer dueling two player. Oh, mode. it does. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's great combat. Yeah. And then like they have this very elegant design on like the other side that's like <laughs> seating Jedi and Sith. This and this and this and this, the dark side and the light side of your plane. And it's just like, I imagine they <laughs> the had a whole... The light side's the left and the dark side's just the right. Yeah, beware of the people on the dark side. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, this was uh, all the weird furniture and house and like utilities and other things. So before we go into our next segment, which I believe will be our final one. Hang on a second. It is. Okay, so... Alex, um, there was yeah. a piece of cursed Star Wars merchandise that I bought for you yes. for this past Christmas. So since this past, since the Christmas before that, I had gotten Caleb, our luxurious uh, co-host, Joaquin Grogu Phoenix. I got Alex a little something. Would you like to to talk about what it is and where you put it? Yeah. So Stephen gifted me a uh, it, it was a little uh, metal print of Jar Jar, but um, he is shirtless. He is absolutely ripped, and he has like he's wearing like some black jeans with like he's his hands like in his Calvin pockets. Calvin Klein jeans. Like. Yeah, if if Jar Jar was like a Calvin Klein model, basically, it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite things I own, 
and I put it next to my uh, collector's edition of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Can I just say? And it looks great on the shelf, so thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome, and I've been over to your house since, and I will just say this, it looks fantastic it does. where it is. when Because it's in like the middle of the shelf and everything, so it's like shrined around yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> when me and Destiny went over there, Destiny hadn't seen it, so she took a picture of it and said to her family, a week, <laughs> no, <it's- laughs> a week or so later... <laughs> Uh, a week or so later, she was looking up another picture for something, and I look over, and I'm like, who's that shirtless guy in your camera roll? <laughs> Not out of jealousy, just out of confusion. Just out of what? And yeah. she clicks on it, and I, it just gave me such a like a you burst just, of endorphins. And you just you looked at her, and you went, how long? <laughs> Listen, if she's going to cheat on me with anyone, it's got to be Jar Jar. Shirtless Jar Jar. So that is transitioning into, in 1999, they were really banking on Jar Jar as a character. And as a result, there is so much Jar Jar Binks merchandise. Oh my God. Most of which has to do with his tongue. Yeah. I mean, because that's his thing. But it's just... I guess. Why does it have to... Why? Why does it have to be like the selling point though? I am so confused on what he's doing in most of these. (laughs) Yeah. So let's let's move from the left. I was uh, about to say, we need to... one Start on the, on far the left, left. I'm so confused at yeah, what that is. Caleb, why don't why don't you give me your interpretation of what this item on the left is? I don't know if I want to say it on podcast is the thing. Um, because from a certain angle, it does look like a toy for a slightly older demographic. I was just <laughs> thinking the same Caleb, thing. I'll I say think- it. It looks like a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> True, but this is. This is, and this wouldn't help my, uh, this wouldn't help my estimation anymore. It is the Jar Jar sticky tongue toy. And I'm guessing it looks like my best guess is it is a Jar Jar head that you can maybe pawn like your finger that has a long tongue that you can like whip people with. Yeah. It's kind of like you can (laughs) Spider-Man your way to people with Jar Jar's very big and gross tongue. And can I just say it's great because the packaging that it's in is the most like bootleg packaging I've ever seen where it's like here is a generic stock photo of Jar Jar. We photoshopped the Star Wars Episode 1 logo. We do not have the rights to the Star Wars font so we couldn't use that. The logo in the top left looks like Lay's chips but it's not. That's well hold on. Like, That's <laughs> what I'm getting to because when I was in England I'm pretty sure I saw Lay's that were walkers. So it <laughs> okay, might be the same right. like overall company. So I don't know actually be the same thing all right (laughs) jamie look that up what this doesn't (laughs) what this doesn't explain though is why walkers a chip company would be selling this oh a bit of a tonguey jar jar isn't it walkers is a british snack food manufacturer mainly operating in the uk and ireland whoa so this is real yeah Whoa, that makes me more happy. A chip company made this. Why? (laughs) So many questions. The next thing on this slide are some Pez dispensers. Now, I prominently displayed, y'all can see it right now, I do have some Pez dispensers on my bookshelf. Yes, I was actually going to bring that up. There's something different about these. (laughs) It's specifically the scene in Phantom Menace where he's at like that one vendor's like stand and he goes like and then he just like gets it with his tongue and the vendor's like don't do that what if it was one singular Pez that he was grabbing that's all this is (laughs) and you can press the try me button on it apparently and it'll just work I don't know and then we have just below that we have a, a like squishy thing of Jar Jar. I can't tell what he's wearing or what he's holding, but it looks like Jar Jar is in a straight jacket. Yeah, I don't know what's like, going on. It looks on like there. he's just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. His eyes are so wide too. 
that like he looks like he's going through something. I've seen that that same body posture at youth camp on cry night and it's re-traumatizing. So thank you, Steven. <laughs> it literally looks like he was like, that wasn't a microdose. Man, I forgot about cry night. <laughs> Yeah. Every year. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I want to know. So moving on to the right of that. So we had that like little Palpatine like nugget. This is like a Jar Jar nugget. Like the little stuffed animal thing there. Yeah, I couldn't fit the whole thing in it there. It looks like a toad from the picture you sent us. It, it's not It's not good, but it's Jar Jar. I, I see, don't get I, it. I would not recognize that as Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar though. It's so weird. I don't like it. And then here's what I mean about his mouth. What kid... Like, I can get like, oh, I have a, a, a toothbrush that has Jar Jar on it. Fine. But I don't understand. It's like, I want to keep it in his mouth when I'm not using it. Oh, that's it. the holder? Yeah. You hold. Oh. The, yeah, it's a toothbrush holder. So you put the toothbrush Wait, in his mouth. So you're, so you're swapping some saliva with yeah, Jar Jar? <laughs> literally. Dang, dude. Just kiss a frog or something. Turn yeah, him into that, a prince. Like, so, there's so many different ways to... to fix that and so i know what you all have been wondering what is that item in the top right what is it exactly is um, it like a ring pop but jar jar's mouth is so, it also a fleshlight <laughs> it's multifaceted uh so sarah sent me this and said i don't know how but you have to talk about this on the podcast somehow and i went challenge accepted so i made an entire slideshow around it this was the first piece of star wars cursed merchandise that i found and yes caleb you are right this is a gummy lollipop type thing that is jar jar's tongue i want you guys to picture if you no, will no, 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 no. a f me no. 1999 i'm four and i go cool it's a jar jar wow oh man i'm so excited to eat this lollipop <laughs> And then my parents just looking on horrified. Because to see anyone using this in the way that it is advertised is frightening. I feel like we need a trigger warning. I feel like I need to take a shower. <laughs> insert, insert a blank just trigger warning page before, before this. Before we send it out to the masses. <laughs> but yeah, so that is, uh, that is the most cursed piece of Star that Wars merchandise that I could find. Steven, I'm not saying this for the bit. I'm genuinely like uncomfortable right now. <laughs> like this is this is actually this is shaking me a bit. This is this is a little too much to handle. I don't like knowing that this exists. Yeah. Everything I, else I'm fine with. This is awful. Yeah. How do you picture like the the merch? You know, because Caleb, you sent me a meme a while ago too, where it was this, it was a guy wearing a Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace Limited Edition NASCAR T-shirt. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like Darth Maul's face, Episode One: The Phantom Menace, and then just Jeff Gordon's car just going across the bottom. And that that is a piece of merch which is rad as hell. Hell yeah! <laughs> Raise hail, praise the Sith. Anyway, um, so here we are. Oh, with <laughs> Was this the grand finale? Because this this was the grand finale, my friends. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you for joining us on Star Wars. Stephen, over the past four I'm years, Alex. one of my uh, one of my greatest uh, greatest experiences has been becoming friends with you. Absolutely. Um, it's it's hard to become friends with guys in your adult life, especially between men, because there's so much socializing us to kind of uh, be afraid or reject intimacy and all that stuff. And of course, yeah. What I especially appreciate is that we are very open with each other. Um, get out of my house. I never want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome to the official end of the podcast. You brought this into my house. <laughs> you brought this juju upon us. Anyway, you can find me at underscore <laughs> Alex Bryson on on Instagram and Threads. <laughs> I've switched over to Threads now. <laughs> oh my! And uh, at Twitch.tv slash st3phe underscore the underscore is important. I'm done. And you can find me at Stephen Weben. That is spelled S T E E B E N W E E B E N on Instagram. I'm not on Threads yet, but I'll be hopefully jumping on that bandwagon as soon as I get the motivation to actually post anything on social media again. And you can find me on YouTube under Stephen, spelled exactly the way that. I spelled it right there. Caleb. I am Caleb. You can find me at Caleb from the real world on Instagram and YouTube. From there, you can find my litany of other podcasts, Hot Trash Unlimited, Only 52, and The Snub Club. But if you really want to find me, find the nearest lake. I will be standing at the edge of it, contemplating a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, what that tongue do, Jar Jar? What that tongue do? I I don't want to be alive anymore. (laughs)